0: Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raf on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smart Filipinas podcast.
1: You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP podcast where we are recording back in Cubao at the one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> it's not even a studio. Well, uh, but for all intents and purposes, it is our studio for, uh, for the meantime while Balaikam was is under... <laughs> so maintenance
2: is finished. Yeah, maintenance is finished. He didn't tell us today. Great job, Gammas, yeah, well, that go all the way. Yes. He's not here, so it's yeah, not but like I'm sure we he, can use the house. No, I'm
1: sure by now he would be home and stuff. Anyway, yeah, Aww. we're here. Yeah, it's a special episode of the SGP Podcast for many reasons. One is that we are coming off WrestleMania week. It's not even WrestleMania anymore with all the events happening throughout that one week period. Second, it's because it is a special Wrestling Gods episode of the SGP Podcast. And we are joined by one of our co-hosts on the show, Nicole O.
0: Hey guys! <laughs>
1: Female Presence! Yeah! Yay.
0: Where's Sandra though? I don't know He where should is be Sandra?
1: here. I have oh, no I idea where he is, I where he's flexing <laughs> those guns and selling We're meeting stuff. are meeting those. No. 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 Mm.
2: Who has a meeting at 10pm? 10pm! You Who yeah. has a meeting at 10pm? You couldn't guess Sandra. It. I don't get it. Yeah, you I had an entire day to do shit. Yeah, right. Uh, since <laughs> since Nicole is here with us uh, from the very beginning, I think we should lead off with a very important Wrestling
1: Gods announcement. I yeah. think she does do this now, because I mean, let's not prolong the pain anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, we actually got an email from our producers at Fox, and they told us that Fox and WWE won't be renewing their working arrangement. That means that after April 15, we won't be seeing WWE programming on Fox anymore. But I think I have to make this clear at the moment that uh, Fox, the main network,
2: the main Philippine channel, is the one not renewing with WWE, but... We we have it under, we have some good insider info that Fox Sports is trying their hardest to bring WWE, you know, back or still retain WWE in their programming.
0: No promises though. However. No promises.
2: Yes, but at least we can tell you that they are trying to keep mm-hmm. it on free TV the way you see it right now with all the live shows, uh, live Raw, and SmackDown Live, um, NXT, NXT. What's so the- Yeah. No, they 20- 205. 205. 205 live. Oh yeah, there you go, 205, yeah. 205 live on Fox Sports. And
1: maybe even us one day, yeah. If, yeah. if they retain WWE programming. But as it stands, uh, Fox won't be airing WWE after April 15, which also effectively means that the Wrestling Gods got cancelled.
2: Yeah, uh, it's not our fault, it's not your fault, it's pretty much something that's out of all our hands. Um, at this point, we have to address that and why there aren't a lot of uh, WWE pay-per-views shown toward the, la- toward the latter half of the, of the deal. It's mostly because, as we mentioned before, the brand split got things very complicated. So mm-hmm. that means uh, that's twice the number of pay-per-views every month. Uh, the agreement between Fox and WWE was only good for around 12 pay-per-views a year, yeah. and ideally, uh, they have to choose which shows they have to broadcast. So it's not the fault of the wrestling gods. It's not because we are, we have taken the WWE runtime, but mostly because. We have nothing th- to do with it. Yeah, stop yeah. tweeting no, no, no. us. <laughs> no, people, people will just get angry so they don't understand. So I get it, fine, it's fine, but you have to understand that you're also wrong about this.
1: Yeah, well, uh, we saw a lot of stupid takes, not stupid hot takes, but just stupid takes in All general. Right. Um, some of them were like, you know, nah, the the wrestling gods is the reason that a certain pay-per-view didn't get. No, yeah. Which I don't get because we, we, we want it. Yeah, we just took up ten minutes max. I don't know. Why would we? Every do? episode. How no? does that yeah. replace yeah. three <laughs> hours? Of a show. Yeah. I don't get it.
2: And we want those pay-per-views to be shown as much as you. We're we don't. We're not hogging the thing
1: at all. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I think just to take it a step further in terms of um, taking you be, uh, behind the curtain of the TV business, one of the main reasons why uh, Fox couldn't renew that contract with WWE is because Fox Regional also felt now off-brand see WWE with Fox, the lifestyle network. I think it's Fox Global in, in general. Yeah. The yeah.
2: main offices. Uh, which makes sense when you think about it because WWE was not, or is not, on Fox right now. So, I mean, in in the U.S. for one. right? Yeah. we're the only
0: country, actually, in the world, apparently. Yeah. Who airs, I mean, like, yeah, who airs WWE programming on on US. Fox? So, doesn't matter if they were doing good. It just it doesn't fit in. And no, I think
1: uh, th- there's actually a second reason. That being that a- advertising wasn't strong enough. It wasn't as uh, as strong as all of us would have wanted it to be, and I think that's. not because of us either. Yeah, mm. that's a basic reality of wrestling as a niche interest.
2: Yeah, that is a basic reality of TV for everyone who is begging for you know local networks to get WWE programming, to get pro wrestling programming. It is not that easy, guys. Um, we need some basic media literacy over here, up in here, and up in this country. So we're giving you now, even though we know that the people listening to this podcast are not the same people we want to reach. For sure, because we know some of you don't have <laughs> capabilities to think. this thing. But yeah, yeah, we need advertiser interest to bring wrestling to whatever channel you're watching it on.
1: Yeah, whether that's PWR or WWE, like believe us, um, from the PWR side, we uh, we have tried our hardest mm. to get PWR on local television. Yes. and if it were that you, easy, yeah. we would be on TV right now. Revolution X would be on some form of pay per <laughs> yes, view or streaming or some shit. Oh,
2: signal, no, no, PV box.
1: Yeah, but the reality is. It's so hard to get a program on if there is no demand from advertisers. Yeah,
2: basically this. Uh, it's basically how this goes. Uh, for you guys who have ever commented on PWR or, or our pages to say that I wish PWR or Pro Wrestling was on this channel. I wish WWE was on this channel. Basically, we need you guys times like a million for that to, to even be a reality in this, in this local industry.
1: Yeah, and I, I guess the most practical piece of advice is if you work for a company and if you're close to the marketing department, or if you are in the marketing department, or if you're the director of the marketing department, try to pitch. Na magplace kayo sa, sa isang wrestling spot. Oh. Like say it's gonna be in Fox Sports after April 15. Hmm. Try to fix some sort of deal that allows you to place your company's ads during the WWE time slot. Try lang. or or if you if if that's too hard for you, why don't you come sponsor PWR? Yeah. Diba? You can always talk to us. Uh, you can message any of our pages. We always check and respond timely, if I might add. Yeah. So if, if you if you're that interested, if you really want to make something happen, and if you really want to do your part to hashtag save Filipino wrestling, this is probably one of the ways you can do that. If you are in a position of influence. Mm. Yeah, you know why? Because it's, I it's uh, it sets a precedent if it ever happens. Like if you manage
2: to sponsor a wrestling show, other brands will spawn will will see that sponsorship and will think that oh. It works for that for this audience and for this for this form of entertainment. So maybe we can do that for others as well. Maybe we can do this for TV, for live events for P- of PWR and WWE. Maybe when they, whenever they come back next, and they will come back. Uh, it, it there's a chain reaction that could happen here, and you can help get more mainstream exposure. For the sport you love.
1: Yeah, one last thing I say about advertising is a lot of it is also Gaya Gaya. Like they're just waiting for that one person to set off that chain reaction. Now I'm not saying that it's always the case, but knowing the advertising climate in the country, it's it, it kinda does reflect that way. So that that's kind of how their behavior is as sponsors. Now, I know
2: I know no, It's it's really just a bunch of people, uneducated, misinformed people that are just commenting this stuff, but it just gets me, you know. Uh, <laughs> No, because it's you know we're working hard here. We want the, th- the same things you guys want. You guys don't know shit. Uh, nobody cares what you think. No, 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 that's the reality. Nobody does care what you think. That's why WWE is on. I you mean, know, wrestling is on basic cable. I mean, wrestling is on basic local networks, right?
1: Yeah, that's why it's not on free TV. Mm-hmm. You have to get cable to actually watch wrestling. And and that's one of the reasons why, in the first place, wrestling is a niche interest. I yeah. have to go back to that term again. And um, you really need to like, like, bar from mainstream exposure and sponsorships and all that. The fact that we are a niche interest. But you know what? It's not really a niche interest right now. Uh, it,
2: you just have to take the right kind of people, the right elements, if you will, to, and bring them out and emphasize them to make sure that the mainstream attention comes back. Case in point, let's
1: segue right now to WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, the viewing party. Um, thank you, by the way, to everybody who attended the third annual viewing party at Skinny Mike's. Um, I'll, I'll have you know that while we were talking to ah. the Skinny Mike's management, mm. I was actually negotiating that from the get go, palang buksan ng two floors. Mm. So you have the main bar on the second floor of the building, and that other uh, the other space on top on the top floor na may malaking projector and, and screen. So I was telling them already, this place will be packed. You might want to open at the top floor, and they were telling me deh, natin na siya' I wasn't there at Skinny Mike's, but I was keeping tabs all morning by, by talking to uh, our good buddy, Anthony Coelho. And he was telling me by like 8.30 or 9am, which is like halfway through the card, mm. bro, pununay bar To be fair though, uh, there
2: was no need to open it right away. I was there. Uh, it wasn't really as full as, you know, until halfway through the show, as you said. Uh, I didn't really get uncomfortable until like the time when people were more awake, uh, you know, for those fans who didn't have to feel the need to come to Skinny Mike's as early as 5 a.m. like we did. Yeah. To be fair, that's fine. But uh, all the same,
1: they know now that they should keep the second floor ready. Yes. So now, now Skinny Mike's is woke enough to realize that we can actually fill the place up both floors. And someone else was in there.
0: Yeah, I overslept. so <laughs> I, re- I did. So, so what I didn't were you doing wanna... the night
1: before? You knew it was the night before WrestleMania.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but I still overslept, okay? I don't know what happened. And so I woke up, yeah. I woke you know up happened? around like 7, I think.
3: Oh, that was and like the beginning of the, yeah, main the show. Yeah, the
0: beginning of the, the, the main show. You don't live too and far I didn't from Skinny want, Yes, you I know, do. I, <laughs> <laughs> I live really far from Skinny Mike.
2: A so far I wanna, where do you live, Jonathan? <laughs> yeah.
0: so i didn't want to make that travel because then i'd be wasting more time That's
2: true. That's actually and true. so
0: i just decided to stay home and since it was live on fox sports anyway so there you go so it
2: was me and sandro representing the gods and, and holding Sandra. it down
0: yeah. hey well sandro isn't here right now and
3: Queer. yeah
2: so. well anyway uh going back to the mainstream point <laughs> uh as you said uh stan mentioned that uh, the whole bar was packed. I would like to announce a record-breaking attendance record. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said this after the show. Uh-huh. I made an announcement as to the actual record. We had at least 175 people. Wow. And that's uh, not inflated. Not that is not inflated at all. Actually, that is uh, that is an estimate from... That's, know, that's a bunch of the ticket holders and PWR guys who who may or may not necessarily need tickets to yeah. get in. So And the Smart Henry team. Yeah, yeah, Smart Henry team as well. So at least 175. So that's not inflated because be at least... but Right. So that means that with a, with a powerhouse promotion of guys like uh, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, the, pro, the promise of Kurt Angle, the rumors of the Hardy Boys showing back up. The Undertaker. The Undertaker retiring. Uh, with the right mainstream elements, you can get the exposure you need for pro wrestling.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, WrestleMania as a whole, I yeah. would say that it it was a it was a tale of two shows hmm. like that's how i watched it um it it was basically smart friendly f- new first half and it was very casual friendly in the second half and i think if i had to mm-hmm. if i had to market uh at a halfway point it would be somewhere between the mixed tag match and triple h seth uh, seth rollins
2: no it was really before the mixed tag match because uh even though we love the hype for the mixed tag match i think that uh, it was really there for those who follow John Cena and Nikki Bella. You know, we have friends like that who just follow the the big names, right? Uh, Debbie, them what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. seriously. Uh, and that's where it all started, then, pretty much. Um, after that, you, with the exception of things like the Women's ta- the Women's Championship match, and possibly Seth and Triple H. The rest of the show was for casuals who knew names like John Cena, yeah. Nikki Bella, Randy Orton, uh, Triple H, too,
1: right? Or even Matt and Jeff Hardy. Uh, th- no, yeah, that is
2: true, but it- the, uh, no. the the fact that I mean, their bringing back of the Hardy Boys is predicated on the fact that we guy, we smarks knew them to be popular thanks to their whole broken run.
1: Um, it, it's very funny how, how the, Hardy, uh, the Hardy Boys return um, affected my viewing experience in Singapore where I was watching it so I was in uh, the apartment I was staying at and there was another dude who was outside the room I was staying in and he was watching highlights on his phone on YouTube and then um, I was like hey I'm watching Mania I'm you might want to watch with me No but eventually he watched long this nung, is a Filipino? yeah Pinocia, oh, right. Bray Wyatt so versus Randy Orton um, in he the watched <laughs> Yeah, sure. he, that was the match he was able to catch right. so Right before that, he was telling me, "Paribum bilik Hardy Boys." So this is a guy who probably stopped watching wrestling a few years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. but still managed to remember Matt and Jeff yeah. and the fact that they returned. The uh, y- y- mark on him was the same mark on the other 8.1 million people who viewed their return on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I-, I guess the point I was trying to say is. Um, they really did a lot to cater to you know to the casuals more more this year than any other year, um, but that's that's one man's opinion. Like I think that I'm the gonna. Um, they they really just went all out this year to try to bring people back no, in, no, or no, bring newcomers uh,
2: in. I was saying that the Hardy. The, sorry, Nicole, if you're gonna say something, but uh, uh, they they brought back the Hardy Boys not because of the casual draw, but because of the broken thing you know yeah sorry it
0: benefits both sides really yeah, whether you're a mark who's you know who only knows the big names like uh yeah or you're a smart it doesn't matter the return of the hardy boy is just i don't know everyone got to enjoy it no matter who you are mm. um the others saw them as the hardy boys you know the matt and jeff that we all knew back yeah, team extreme. back then you know, team extreme and, but those are, like, for the casuals. As for the smarts, we all saw them as, you know, broken, broken Matt Hardy and stuff like that. So, yeah, either way, I don't know. It was just for, like, all sides just totally benefited from it. It was, it was awesome.
1: So we, we all sat through a good seven hours yeah. of wrestling. Seven
0: hours. No,
1: you didn't because you woke up at 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so we sat through seven hours of wrestling for WrestleMania. But if, if you had to narrow it down to one moment, which was the moment that really stood out for you? And let, let's take The Undertaker retirement out of it because I think that one is on a class of its own. Uh. Mm-hmm. So aside from The Undertaker retirement, which mania moment really just stood out for you? And since you're the guest, I'll have uh, let you go first, Nicole.
0: Okay, so while I was watching, it's very different from when you're watching at home mm-hmm. alone and you're watching it um, like at Skinny Mike's. Yeah. with a lot of people. And so, uh, I noticed that every time I go watch uh, with a lot of people, there's always, I don't know, it just brings out so much emotion in me. Like, I always pop for everything. Um, whereas, if I'm alone at home, I am I usually just watch, like, I, I don't know, I feel very indifferent about almost everything, really. Um, but the few things that really got me to actually scream... In my living room was the John Cena and Nikki Bella moment. The proposal. The proposal, yes. Like, uh, as I've mentioned before, I've always wanted to to see that and witness that. That's like so. I know that's every girl's dream. And Miss is right. So
2: Miss yeah. <laughs> really won in the end.
0: So uh, apart from that, uh, yeah, the Hardy Boys returning definitely, and then that was kind of it.
2: Uh, the funny thing about the Hardy Boys returning was that I was, I was watching that segment live, so uh, this entire time I really was thinking that there's a 50-50 chance that the New Day was going to put themselves in the match because, you know, how could you not capitalize on the yeah. New Day in the match? And then the other half of me was thinking that, oh, no, this can't be it. They, they can't just do this. And, you know, impromptu bring in the Hardy Boys for this match just for the fan service. And they did, and that was a pretty awesome moment. And, yeah, it was, I was trying to figure out then, at the time, whether they were broken or not. From the get-go, lang, you can tell they were not
1: yeah. broken at all. Right, mm-hmm. from, from the music. music. I
3: yeah. mean,
1: Matt was trying to act that way, like with his hand signals and his goofy smile, but Jeff was not Brother Nero. I think, no, I think,
2: mm-hmm. um, no, they knew they that they couldn't be like that, but I think they tried. Obviously, you're not going to be Brother Nero if you're, no, if you're all pumped up for Wrestlemania.
1: Right, right. Um, yeah, my moment was probably the Hardy Boys' return as well. Because I, I was watching it from uh, my girlfriend's brother's room. So I was trying my best to keep quiet because both of them were still asleep. And and, and so when the, Hardy, uh, the Hardy's music played, I just did a silent fist pump. <laughs> and I was grabbing my hair, trying not to scream. Because uh, if I was at Skinny Mike, I probably would have marked the fuck out.
2: But my real moment was not the Hardy Boys' thing. It was AJ versus Shane. That was what stood out for me because... I, um, even though I can tell that Shane was just you know running down a list of his favorite wrestlers' moves or his favorite wrestling moves, uh, the fact that he brought up his game just to wrestle a real match and not rely so much on stunts, which he did a bit with the elbows at the table and the and the coast to coast, the fact that he actually tried to work and you know even if it came off a little marky on his part. Uh,
1: like, like, like Marky keep... Di Manalo.
2: No, no, no. Yeah, I yeah, fine, sure. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh the fact that, you know, he was able to keep up or try to keep up with AJ Styles was really outstanding to me. Uh it went first and it had the right kind of energy, uh, the people reacted right. So I don't know, to me that was match of the night, as you can see from my WrestleMania pay-per-view review. Yeah, I, I
1: surprisingly enjoyed Shane versus AJ myself.
0: I told you guys it wasn't going to be that bad. Everyone's like, no, this match is going to be terrible. No, you know, no, 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 no. It's a of no. AJ Styles. No, I think you were the one no, who no, Yeah, gonna be. Absolutely, no, I was, yeah, absolutely. I'm okay
2: to be proven wrong.
0: I mean, like, even... Um, not only, like, Stan and Sandra, but there were others as well who really just didn't like the idea of, of having that match, you know, put together. Like, Look,
2: look to be fair... Um, no, really, to be fair, Shane McMahon doesn't really lend himself to
1: that kind of expectation. Yeah, besides, so, when's the last time you remember a good singles match from Shane McMahon? Right? No well and gimmicks, no weapons and all that shit. I, I, am, I mean, sure, this one had a trash can, but you know, it wasn't a no-holds-barred or a hell in a I am, I
2: am okay to be proven wrong with this match. So, therefore, I am one with AJ Styles in offering his hand out to, to Shane.
1: Yeah, I second that. <laughs> yeah. Or I third that. Uh, I
2: don't know how they did
1: it, but they did it right. So Mm -hmm. respect. Yeah. Um. I also enjoyed Brock Goldberg. (laughs) Like I I didn't think I would, but I'm glad that I did, and I'm glad that it came off that way.
2: Uh, To be fair about Brock Goldberg, no one. I think the problem there was we didn't know what kind of match we were gonna get from them. So the fact that they actually went ahead and did the match we wanted them to do, which wasn't something you know technically great wasn't anything
1: show-stealing. It was
0: still very short. <laughs> it was
1: short, but it was action-packed. It, it was basically a redux of the SummerSlam match with John Cena. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But a, a little more a little more competitive than that. Yeah, because and... in the SummerSlam match, Cena had no offense. Oh, yeah. uh, or, or very little to none. Um, this one, though, yeah, Goldberg kind of looked like he had to come back waiting. Or at least it started that way, though. Like he got yeah, I thought he didn't win again. Yeah, he <laughs> got a shine, and I was really scared. So uh, for all intents and purposes, that was a thrill ride
3: hmm mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So, yeah. Um, if there was a match I could really shit on, though, it would have to be Wyatt Orton. Yeah. True, true. Um, um, it was really sad. I, I felt so sad for SmackDown after seeing that. I felt so sad for Bray.
2: Yeah, I felt so sad for Bray as well.
1: They, they built him up, uh, they spent all that time and effort working on his character and all that, oh, and, and for what? For Randy to no-sell everything in the WWE Championship match of all matches. hmm um, you had maggots and cockroaches flashing in the ring. Tapas all it takes is one RKO. And, and don't give me the don't give me the bullshit that the RKO can come out of nowhere and defeat you. It, it, that's not how it works. Um, when Bray beats Randy down so bad and all he needs is one RKO to just get that win from out of nowhere, it completely shits on the credibility of Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I
3: agree.
2: Yeah, yeah no, uh, you couldn't have said it better myself. Um, mm-hmm. That's the exact same thing people hated seeing of- uh, that exact same comeback uh, you know you no sell everything and just hit your finisher to win the whole thing and that's funny because Orton was never that, that kind of guy in his prime and now that he's past his prime we are seeing him get booked like Cena
1: yeah actually uh, so yeah I'm pretty tired of lol Orton wins I wish Wyatt cashed in his rematch and just got it from Orton but Christians a Christian the Orton kind of you know bringing things full circle six years later so that's um, yeah aside from that I don't think there's really much else that I really hated aside from probably the Pitbull performance
2: yeah um, I was wondering <laughs> if it was ever gonna come it turns out they were gonna go for five hours on the main card so there you go did people really boo Tinashe
1: at Skinny Mike's no they did not okay go ahead uh, I, I heard something from one of the Smart Henry guys Now people booed Tinashe I don't think I don't, I don't even
2: hear any boos for Tinashe how ah, could you, you boo Tinashe, Tinashe. Tinashe yeah yes.
1: she, she looked stunning shit <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, that, that pretty much brings us to um, the end of our WrestleMania talk. Raw after Mania, SmackDown after Mania. If you had to pick one show, which was better than the other? No, it's this SmackDown, week? simply. Really? Yes. Because I, I, I have...
0: like Raw better.
1: Yeah, you're not the only one I've, I've seen online, Nicole, uh, who said that Raw was better. Um, I, I uh, Like you, I'm also putting my pulse now on the internet wrestling community stateside. And there are American fans, who ac- uh, thinking American fans, who actually favored Raw this week. No, to be
2: fair, uh, Raw after maine is usually tight. It has a lot of good moments, like you know, sempre. Mm-hmm. It, it's they bring out all the big guns for for Raw. Yeah, and, and yeah, it makes sense. Oh, Finn Balor is back. Uh, and it was pretty
1: show. obvious when you, you the, the way they set it up.
2: Yeah, the revival, the re- revival debuted. Who else? Roman Reigns cut a nice Crangle, promo. Current general manager. Yeah, yeah no, th- those things are annoying, are are were made to sway the opinion. But uh, the fact that you know. SmackDown was solid as always. Uh, predictions came true. Shinsuke came to SmackDown. Tai came to SmackDown.
1: What do you guys feel about the revival being on Raw, though? Because
2: I, uh, I, I like to me, it.
1: It doesn't matter yet cause, because of the Superstar Shake-Up next week. But what if all of these call-ups stay where they, they ended up debuting? Because hey, you said it yourself. How, uh, how does it make sense to have them debut on one brand only for them to switch the next week? Yeah, it's
2: like a draft combine thing. Uh, it's like the D League, if you will. Uh, although it's not the D League when you get called up to the main, to the main team, it's just that parang you get you get to show off what you can do for I don't know a week. But yeah, it, it does make sense. the sh- The superstar shakeup isn't really a draft; it's really a, a one day trading period. Yeah, a free agency period, if you will. It's if, also if, a
0: good time to test the waters. Mm. I mean, it's not. Impossible that they the the new comeups like would get drafted to the other brand. That's I doubt it. Really they will. not. I mean, it's not impossible. I think no, it, it's
2: it is technically in the realm of possibility. I mean, you can do that as a GM. You mm-hmm. can you can try to get the other
0: just to see if they they fit in this brand. I don't know.
1: Um, there were rumors I read before we hit recording. Now AJ Styles might be moving to Raw mm. uh, in exchange for a big name on on Raw which could be either Finn or Sami Zayn. Uh, I don't think they're going to get rid of Finn. They need Finn on Raw. Yeah, mm-hmm. they need him to be yeah. the number one babyface after And run Seth.
0: after the Universal title again.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's also a rumor that Alexa Bliss and Charlotte might be traded for one another. And Ooh. another rumor about the New Day possibly being SmackDown bound. But I'll I, I live with that. Yeah, I'll live with that, except Panin up with the Revival. Or was that match just meant to set up the Revival as a threat? Yeah, probably. Yeah,
0: I think it was just a setup.
1: Uh, going back real quick to whether
2: Raw after Mania or SmackDown after Mania was good, I think uh, SmackDown after Mania was as solid as it always has been uh, for the past few weeks, and then you guys just favored Raw because it was finally better than, you know, for one night it was better than what we've been seeing the entire time.
1: Neither man. I mean, there were some things about SmackDown I didn't like this week, uh, and and normally there isn't a lot to bitch about regarding SmackDown. Uh, for one, I didn't like the way they treated Wyatt and uh, Eric Rowan this week. I didn't I didn't like how that match unfolded and how uh you know Bray had to walk out like a coward, leave Rowan in there to take the pin again, but There was they're supposed to be threats, they're supposed mm. to be monsters, but you just weakened them again mm. after Wyatt got himself castrated at WrestleMania. That's one. The other thing I hated was, okay, so Baron Corbin and Dean Ambrose get a street fight, but it's not for the title. Mm. So why couldn't they have done that at Mania for the title? Or why uh, why have this match again on SmackDown? That's not for the title. No. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, you have those two things that really stick out like a sore thumb and give uh, and, and make me want to give Raw the edge this week because I Raw all around had had me asking less questions than the ones I had asking SmackDown. Yeah, but Raw doesn't have Shinsuke. <laughs> you you
3: know,
1: that, that that you know that that's your bias and my yes. my bias as a Nakamura fan speaking yeah. as well. But you know if I had to be <laughs> objective about it for a good five seconds. I, I would still pick Raw after Mania as the, best, uh, as the better show this week. Alright, so um, anything else you guys want to talk about aside from the, the call-ups? Uh, basically how Wrestlemania week unfolded?
2: Uh, not much. Uh, five Live is solid as usual. TakeOver?
1: Um, uh, I don't know why. Alright, let's just talk
2: about real quick the yeah. Tag Team Championship match at TakeOver. Yeah, that was the best match, clearly. That was the best match because... <laughs> That, that was like the most logical fan service they've ever done on TakeOver. Uh, the Revival and DIY, especially the Revival, they usually have a knack for throwing too many things in their match, That nah, are obviously for fan service. Nah, oh, we're going to do this spot and this spot because we want you guys to pop, and that's why we're going to do it. This time, they did it because they, ha- they had to. And because it made sense. Mm. Uh, both teams... Um, working together against the authors of Pain it was a beautiful thing to watch. Each, you know, Both teams stealing each other's tag team finishers was nice. No, they didn't steal it. Eh. No, they intersected. They didn't
1: didn't... Sila. Uh, No, it, it was in a way stealing with permission. Or borrowing each other's moves because yeah, yeah, you I had like... one guy from one team and one guy from the other team coming together. Was it? Ba? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It I it was. Uh, I, I forget the combinations. But... I think it was Champa and someone for the Shatter Machine. And yeah yeah Champa and Dawson. I know Champa and Wilder for the shatter machine and then Gargano and uh Dawson Dawson for the New thing order.
2: DIY does. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. knee thing. The knee thing.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yun, yeah, I don't know. You don't DIY. <laughs> so so yeah, um but aside, aside from that awesome triple threat tag team match, I don't think there was really anything groundbreaking that they did a takeover uh, this year. Yeah,
2: no. It was all pretty much
1: solid. I liked Alister Black versus Almas. I still don't uh, don't know why, but I just checked out of the women's title match. Yeah, because it wasn't built well. No, you know why it wasn't built well? Because Ember Moon still doesn't have a character. Exactly. She's just an athletic black girl with colored contact lenses and a kick-ass theme song. And that's it. (laughs) Um, There is no... No, You know what? I'll go one step further and Mm. say she's the Apollo Crews of NXT. Mm. Damn. (laughs) Damn. I think Apollo (laughs) Crews even had a gimmick. I know. Neither are, not it? In. Yeah, the, we're be waiting for something to happen oh, because we yeah, yeah, got yeah, called yeah. up last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Ember Moon equals Apollo Crews. Yeah, pretty much. Which which sucks. No, but the things- thing is
0: like no one's really uh, much better than Ember Moon. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, you could say that. I mean, uh, 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 the women's division is very thin. It's very top heavy. You have Asuka, you have Ember Moon, and then you have everyone else. And a, a slight long under, yeah. You have Nikki Cross, and then everyone else. No,
2: the problem is with takeover. There's a new holding pattern for how takeovers are booked. First, you got the match where a debuting super, a big star from the Indies debuts against uh, a really good hand in the ring, like the Tyler Breeze's and Almas yeah, is of the yeah, world, and the Sami Zayn of the world. You know, last year was Nakamura and Zayn. This year was Black and and Almas. Then you got a women's championship match, and you got a tag team championship match. Then you got a throwaway match this year, was the, the Sanity th- Feud. You had a Sanity Feud, and then you got the, champion, the NXT Championship match. And that's all very predictable at this point. They, they just drag and drop each element.
1: Actually, hold on, I, I didn't notice that until you brought it up. Um, one last note on the Sanity Feud. Uh, Ro here and, and Anthony were telling me on chat now. Uh, by virtue of Ty Dillinger getting called up, he's Essentially leaving his friends on NXT to deal with sanity, and I tell them, so what? Um, for Ty, it's like a great way to escape young, young, the bullies from sanity. What a, I, what I don't a think friend, it matters. Though. That's why he dragged Cash's Ono into the match. It's not like No Way Jose is going to be out for a considerable considerable amount of time. <laughs> so yeah, you have Cash's owner there; they'll be fine.
2: Uh, you know, but that is a huge problem for NXT. Though. They have to change the way they structure their, their bills build toward the pay per view. Yeah, uh, at this point, they have to start really writing decent mid-card stories, mm-hmm. and not just you know copy-pasting things.
0: Yeah, it's getting repetitive.
2: Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, it, it, that's it's why. That's play. why I've kind of been able to check out of NXT for a while now. I've I've read uh, 205 Live is now
1: my can't-miss network show. To be fair, it pretty much has evolved that way you no know, for you know the general, uh, the general viewership and the way they've structured the programs.
2: Anyway, anyway, yeah, uh, new UK, you know, UK division show coming soon. Yeah, that's, that's coming up. Yeah. Uh,
1: they did announce uh, Mark Andrews, Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, and Wolfgang as uh, being the headliners of that division. So that should be something to look forward to if you really enjoyed the United Kingdom Championship Tournament from last January. Alright, with that being said, let's uh, table WrestleMania discussions for now. And let's talk to our guest because she clearly is looking like, you know, these guys made me come all the way here from wherever it is I live. It
0: took me like two and a half hours You
1: have opinions dinner? when we were waiting for them. Yeah. What? You have opinions. Oh. We were waiting for you like, oh, yeah. to chime in. I was
2: that for, for, for her fans who have a crush on her, maybe or maybe not, Uh, for that one guy one kid during the live during the FB live session oh god yeah
1: give us your thoughts on the women's matches what women's matches Uh, from Wrestlemania oh yeah oh
0: yeah well uh, okay well so the first one for the Raw Women's Championship I was a little disappointed I mean it had its moments like those spots where they all teamed up against Naya to eliminate her that was actually really cool and you know innovative and creative Um, other than that it was it was alright. It wasn't as good as the Triple Threat of last year for sure. Um, I again I wanted to see Sasha mm. win it and turn heel, but she didn't. And on yeah, so Raw too, on Raw she didn't as well. So it's like when uh, She's
2: like when the female Roman it? now. Oh props to Charlotte by the way for the Red Arrow. <laughs>
0: That was cool. That was a red arrow. She she always finds like she takes the same spots mm-hmm. and then she tries to like one up it. That's true. So it's like you know last year we had uh, the, the exact salt. same spot which is like the moon salt and this year we get the corkscrew version of
1: it. Yeah, except this time Sasha didn't have to run the catch. Right. That's true. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you know. So there's that. Um, for the second one, actually, I was kind of worried that they would get cut yeah, because I was is. like looking at my watch I was like oh no like what is this like <laughs> no, we're, no, we're going go like, five one hours night. so I, I figured that they would be um, like the, the pit. I wouldn't I, I don't wanna go as far as saying that they would be the piss break match but they kind of were like they were on that spot uh, on the card you know yeah but
1: at least they didn't get Funkasaurus <laughs>
0: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> well wait wait Naomi. <laughs> actually yes
1: yeah yeah, they did it right already.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, that match it had a also it also had its moments. I don't think everyone had the the chance to really shine. Uh, only a few did. I feel I, like. I think
1: that's the nature of a six pack challenge, especially if it isn't elimination style or beat the clock or um, championship scramble, it, it's really bound to happen.
0: Like. Freaking entrance palang, you just knew that Naomi was going to win. Like, I don't That's know. That's true, yeah.
1: She did have the longest entrance. Wait, did Becky and Alexa get Jabra entrances?
2: No. They no, all they came didn't. down and then they all just came uh, after the others. So their entrance was kind of cut short. And oh. then Naomi no, was the yeah, last, so she had like, the, the most time.
0: The first ones who came in, since the ramp was so long, probably like halfway through their walk, another entrance would be starting. Uh, and since Naomi was the last one to enter... They had enter, to make everyone
1: in... Uh, the stadium suffer a seizure. <laughs> uh,
0: Naomi was the last one to enter, so she got to actually walk the whole thing and then do her dance routine thing in the ring. So it took twice as yeah, long. Yeah, it's true.
2: She, uh, it was kind of obvious, yeah. Uh, only Alexa Bliss had a long entrance. Nah, what eh, Uh Yeah,
0: well, let's talk about Becky Lynch's hair, though.
3: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I was like, what is that? What is she, like a w- warrior? Yeah. Warrior, yeah, princess Am- type Amazona, thing Amazona, essentially, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I
3: don't know. Celtic, that was
0: pretty cool.
2: Celtic warrior, you know.
0: Female. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Female, female, female version yeah, of Sheamus yeah, 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 why not? Okay, well, yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, uh, no really cool entrances. Sasha's was.
3: I think
1: Sasha's was the best all night. Oh, yeah. that <laughs> well,
0: Hers was the only one where they actually did something.
1: True. Yeah, which is why I was thinking, ah, it's, oh, it's gonna win. build to the Sasha win. Yeah, she has a car. I know!
0: <laughs> it's time to second. Hoping... Out uh, and it, I, I wanted it to be um, Sasha and Bailey to be the last ones yeah. as well, but uh, Sasha got eliminated first, right? No, second, no. second.
2: Naya got
1: eliminated first. Well,
0: no, I mean, like, before Charlotte. Yeah, All yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so.
1: Yeah, When yeah, yeah, that, that happened, I was me. like,
0: come on, like, why? The big
1: problem here is that they set it up such that Charlotte, uh, Bailey would have to prove herself again against Charlotte.
3: Yeah. Except
1: we already saw that at Fastlane.
3: Exactly. So that was Leon,
1: like I would have lived with Charlotte Sasha. Because that was my ideal final. I would have loved Bailey Sasha. That was Bailey, that was Sasha.
2: more poignant to me, actually. Considering all the rumors surrounding her when... Sasha was going to turn heel or not and their history yeah, right? yeah. But no. she has
0: to at this point now it's like it's so boring now yeah
1: I know pay back pa? it's funny because for all of the fan service they did they really held back on the women but it was good
2: though. I mean uh, for what it was it was good yeah. storytelling was good just could have used maybe
1: three to five more minutes and you know probably a better outfit for Naya uh, it wasn't flattering at no. all no. she
2: did look like the big, uh, the big Bella sister
1: yeah, but she's not like
2: most girls. She looks like a Bella. <laughs> yeah, she does.
0: She does. I don't see it.
2: Yeah, it's
1: it's in her makeup way. Eh? Oh.
2: Yeah. The way they make her up, yeah. Yes. But if
1: you see her without makeup, uh, like on Breaking Ground, she looks different. I shouldn't put right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, okay, so uh, that's it for WrestleMania and WrestleMania Week. Uh, let's talk to Nicole in depth. Hi. <laughs> for all uh for all you guys out there who've been wanting to get to uh, to know her a little bit better uh we've really wanted to get to know me better we get intimate we've been we've really been saving this interview for after wrestlemania since uh, it's pretty much our equipment i think it was supposed to be you and after mania yeah yeah yeah.
0: sandra's supposed to be here so we'd be complete right bro even canvas isn't here either
2: yeah well like would you really want to have an interview with canvas No, but I really, I've
0: always wanted to say, shut up, Chemist. That's fine.
1: Well, there, you got got this one. There you go.
0: Chemist, if you're listening,
1: shut up. Shut up, up. wherever you are. (laughs) Whatever you're saying. All right, so um, I I guess, uh, like all the other interviews we've had on the podcast, we always start with, what's your story? How did you get into this wonderful, wacky world of professional wrestling? How did you get into the wrestling gods, by the way? No, no. Okay, we, start, well, we start with the so, fandom first. Like, how fine. how all did right. this all begin for you? Why did you like this this art form?
0: Okay, it's it's I don't know. It's kind of a funny story. Um, I have an older brother. Uh, we have an age gap of about 15, 16 years. Um, so I was about three years old when he was still in high school, and he had um, we had the PlayStation One. And then he had, like, all these games, you know, guy-boyish games, like, uh, yeah, Gran Turismo and Tekken. And he had uh, SmackDown 2. I forgot what, what it was called, but yeah. Was I it No
1: Your Old?
2: No, it was it was really it's called that. SmackDown 2. SmackDown 2?
0: Yes, or, yes. Yeah, okay. I know what
2: you're talking about, PS so one game really was called SmackDown 2.
0: Yeah, all right. So there was that, and um, my brother... Would be away a lot, and I'd be stuck at home bored, so since there were no other games, I would just play that, and I would play it with my cousin, and I love it so much, like even though I didn't know what the hell I was doing, I didn't know what was going on, I didn't know uh you know like all the characters or whatnot because I wasn't watching, I was just playing the game, yeah um, but yeah, and eventually, uh, my cousin uh, and my uncle uh. W- was watching TV. They were watching TV, and they saw like either Raw or SmackDown on TV, and they were like, "Hey, look! It's it's you know it's wrestling. It's what you play on the on the PS One. Come watch." And so yeah, I started watching it, and then I grew up with the whole um, when WWE was airing on Jack. Totally like I loved it. I was so obsessed. Um, I have my first shirt ever was uh, the Eddie Guerrero shirt, the I'm Your Poppy.
2: Oh, it's, You have so, an I'm Your Poppy? I do, and classic. it's so
0: small. Like it was like youth, Pambada. but uh, it still fits. Oh,
2: good
1: you? For you, it's well, real tiny. Fits.
0: Yeah, it still fits, so you I still a wear it sometimes. Woman. Awesome.
1: Yeah, my I'm Your Poppy shirt doesn't fit me anymore.
0: <laughs> well, so yeah, um, until about like the fourth grade, yeah, I was so obsessed. People at my high school, no, not high school, grade school. Mm. Um, they would like kind of make fun of me because I was the more like I wasn't a girly girl. I was always the like the tomboy. I was very, yeah. I liked all these weird things like yeah, like wrestling and, and metal music and all that. So I don't know. Girls would usually bully me, and I'd always hang out with the boys who loved wrestling as well. Mm. So, we'd like, they would try on moves on me and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, true.
2: You are like the lightest.
0: Yeah. And um, eventually, yeah, I, I was just one of those who just never grew out of it. And my brother. Thank so my, you for
2: not growing out of it.
0: Yeah. So, my brother makes fun of me now. I don't, he's probably going to listen to this because he likes listening to podcasts. Um, okay. He, <laughs> Hello, so he, makes, he makes fun of me so hard because it's like, it's not real, you know, like, all the typical, you know, like, what people, like, shit people say to wrestling fans. Um, yeah, and it's just, like, I always tell him, like, it's your fault I got into it. Because you have all the games. He even had games on the PC that I played as well. He had a few action figures and stuff like that. And so it's, like it's your fault (laughs) there you go
2: isn't it super sad the people who you know draw us to wrestling are the same ones who grow out of it and mock us for for still believing for still having a fandom even though we know for one thing that it is not real if you will,
1: well, you, you guys can probably speak for yourselves because, like, if I, w- I if I was to go for like one person who actually brought me in, it was hey, like, you know, you, you, you
2: are be. you are an exception. You can say your dad is a is a unicorn. Still yeah, <laughs> your dad is a unicorn, and, and you are blessed to have a unicorn like that in your life. But you know, same people, uh, friends, family members who once watched but you know fell out of it, grew out of it because I don't know, whatever. Because mm. life got in the way. Life got in the way. People they like stop being likable. Uh, they they kind of stop liking it for in, in, in place of other things that are realer and much more exciting. It's sad because you know it, yeah. it's not predicated on whether or not it's real or
1: fake. It's mm-hmm. just entertaining. But going back, um, you say that you started because your cousin and your uncle were watching, and yeah. because you were playing your brother's games. Who were the wrestlers that uh, roped you in first, and which storylines did you get attached to first?
0: Eddie Guerrero. So, I started out as a SmackDown kid for sure because I think uh, back go. then on Jack, they used to play, um, they, uh, they used to air SmackDown on Friday nights yep. or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. then um, Raw would air on Wednesday nights, Correct. if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, yes. So, I had a bedtime of like 7, seven o'clock. What is that is bedtime? Really, it's seven so
2: o'clock. fucking early, right? What time do you wake up? What like time do you eat dinner?
0: 5. I, I would eat at 5. Yeah, I would wake up what? at 5 as well. Yeah, that was my life back then. What time did you do homework? In the afternoon. Anyway. What oh, I need to
1: get home from school. Oh, <laughs> how did I you, know? you get home from school?
0: Uh, school would end at 1 o'clock. Why? did school Yeah, my school is awesome. What
1: is this an
2: international school?
0: Yeah, it is. It's a oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, school. yeah. yeah. Those, those schools end
1: early for some reason.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It starts so early weird. too. 7.30 to like uh,
1: 1. Kite not though. So how did you learn your maths? <laughs> and other subjects
0: oh gosh well they're all in French so yeah, yeah well,
1: <laughs> I went <to> French <laughs> wait so do you, do you do like your mental math in French
0: <laughs> um yeah like some stuff I do like I, I think of it like in French and then cool. kind of wow.
1: Yeah, because I, I know people who do their mental math in Chinese so mm-hmm. you know, to hear someone do their mental math in another language it's not English Tagalog or Chinese is
2: how, how, how do you do mental math in Tagalog
0: I, I don't I wouldn't <laughs>
2: <I
1: would've laughs> know I wouldn't know
0: Oh,
1: Isadadwata! <laughs> no, we <I don't>... are <laughs> not That's asking. It. in a commercial jingle.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to imagine it, like. No, you know, know what? Know.
1: We should ask JDL because he grew up in Maholo, mm. so he didn't. Pretty know sure. Of the no, no he, no, he went no. to
2: Isad. You know, and I'm not sure I could be saying that, but he went to Isad, and I'm pretty sure he does mental math in English.
0: No. Yeah, I think so too. I don't. I I think JDL. Right? JDL's first language? I mean like they should be English and in, um Ilongo. and Ilongo. I think Tagalo came
1: Mustaine, after. Yeah. yeah, yeah much it, stable, it came during university, obviously.
0: Yeah. I don't know, something like that. You should ask him.
1: But anyway... anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we digress. Going back, uh so the storyline we that broke you in was was it an Eddie story?
0: Yeah, totally. Like from like I'm pretty sure there were more. Um I think the the first WrestleMania I ever watched um was uh Crap! I forgot. Twenty-one. Which one. Uh, if Eddie was alive, it would be twenty
1: or twenty-one. Given the time, I think on. it
0: was twenty-one. Yeah, um, but the main event was Triple H, Chris Benoit. Oh, that's twenty. And ah. and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, oh, that was a match we never speak yeah, of. That was twenty. <laughs> that's yeah, that 20. was the the oh. first WrestleMania I've watched. Same. So, um,
1: yeah.
0: And then yeah, the rest is history. Um, All right. But yeah, like from what I remember in my childhood. Definitely Eddie Guerrero, JBL, Undertaker. Those were, yeah. I, I always like. I was always. I don't know why, but I was scared to watch Raw because I always thought that uh, the content was more mature than SmackDown.
3: How <laughs> oh, SmackDown had
1: Tori Wilson?
0: That's true, right? They had Tori and uh, Sable, Sable yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. That was pretty bad. Maybe
2: because it was in the presentation of it was a branding of Raw. Yeah,
0: I think. Yeah, I, I don't know how, but like that that's that's how I felt as a kid. And Raw
2: felt like uh, like a heavy metal kind of show. While SmackDown mm-hmm. felt like a sports sports show.
1: In the digit. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Looking back on the branding, uh, SmackDown was friendlier to me, whereas Raw was something that was more edgy, mm-hmm. edgy mm-hmm. in in a way that didn't really rope me in as well as SmackDown did.
0: There was so much more. It was so much more violent. Like the way they presented Raw. Like, I think.
1: Yeah, with, with Kane uh, stomping on the chair. And then, like, uh, wraps her
3: throat to ah, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: totally. Stuff like that. So, when they would have, like, those big pay-per-views, you know, with the, when they would combine both brands. Like, every time there was a Raw match, I wouldn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> like, I really... I didn't know them. Because I really... I only watched SmackDown because uh, Friday nights, you know, there would be no bedtime. So. Right. <laughs> so, this is the only time I would catch it. And then, um, eventually... They, the, the air, like the, I think when they aired Raw, it was like Saturday night or something like that. And then SmackDown was then Sunday night. So then crap, I had to switch. Like I had to, the only thing I could watch was Raw and I had to like let go of SmackDown. Um, yeah. So then I started watching Raw and then the ones that I really remember, you know, fully were, yeah, Edge and Lita. Mm. Those days,
1: live sex celebration,
0: yeah, stuff like that. That was, you know, I used to get in so much trouble for watching WWE. Yeah, you're not oh, yeah. the only one. Yeah, like, um, especially because I was, <laughs> I was a girl. And this yeah, is you were so young. sad. Okay, like, seriously, if I had a daughter, I would never like prevent her from. You say watching. that now? No, no I'm on. serious. No, why, why? why would he?
2: Why would he, Why would she prevent her? You know, a daughter from watching wrestling?
0: Totally. Would you? I wouldn't. See exactly. So it's like. Uh, my mom would get so mad at me because uh, she says it's well it's too violent for my age. And it, it is too violent for well, your age. Well yeah, that's true. true.
2: Especially then, during
1: that era.
0: And then but like their their main concern was like, Why are you watching that? You're a girl and stuff. Ah, so it was like, you know, the they were scared that I would grow up <laughs> to be a tomboy or something. But, but not girls on
2: in wrestling though. But so what's it up was with different
0: that? back then though. That was like was that even wrestling? They were barely
3: yeah,
2: but wrestling. But still, no, I mean, you know, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, you, you have a point, but uh, there were still
1: girls who wrestled, wrestled. Yeah, like Mickie oh. James, Beth Phoenix. You yeah, still that, had ca-
3: those
0: that came uh, pretty yeah, know, yeah. later, though. Like, all the, the diva searches mm-hmm. and, and all the, yeah, Mickie James and stuff. But yeah, back then with, like, Stacey Keebler and, and yeah, they were barely wrestling, <laughs>
1: So which uh, which wrestlers did you then like as you grew up? So after Eddie died, um, I'm sure you had to latch oh on to a my new gosh. favorite. So which ones did you latch on
0: Um, my favorite was Legend Killer Randy Orton, for sure. Um, <laughs> Even I think when he, he was, was fat? like I think he was like my first he crush. That fat. He wasn't fat. Oh, seven you Orton
1: was pretty fat. Huh?
0: Oh, seven. That
1: was when he had a cut. You can see that in the edge. Great at RKO.
0: Ah, uh, no, I didn't really like that. He wasn't Legend Killer anymore, really.
1: Or he was like transitioning out. Either way, two thousand
0: four, yeah, Randy part. Orton, like two thousand four, two thousand five, Randy Orton. That was like my favorite. Um, actually, that's that's kind of it. Like him, and then Eddie, and after that, uh, I can't really remember who my favorites were. I don't know.
1: But people who people who've stalked you on Facebook would probably know. <laughs> would probably know that you're an AJ Lee fan.
0: I am the biggest AJ Lee fan ever. Uh man, she really inspired me so much just because I feel like she really broke that mold. Um, you know th- that
2: being being tiny,
0: being tiny, being you know not she doesn't have like all those assets that the others would. Um, yeah, and the way she wrestled too, <laughs> like. She was fun to watch. I mean, on the main roster, I'm not sure how well she really did. Like, it was all right. It was very, um, like, restricted. But I know uh, her NXT days, like, she was pretty good. NXT
2: wasn't she was a thing really, <laughs> like, when she was in developmental. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> NXT was very different. It was like a competition type thing, right? So, yeah. But, um, at, you know, actually, at first... Uh, when I saw AJ on the main roster, I wasn't really into her. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, "Who is this? Like, why does she look like that?" But um, after a while, like, oh man! Like when she was given more mic time and stuff, mm-hmm. like more opportunities to like act and show her character, man, like she's something else.
1: It's funny because um, if uh, there are people who are listening who frequent the PWR shows and they and they've seen you through the years at the shows. Uh, they probably would notice a, a huge similarity with the way you dress and the way AJ did dress <laughs> yeah. during her wrestling days, right? Uh, black t-shirt, the short shorts or the denim shorts and then the tucks Yeah. Like that's your signature uh-huh. outfit at a PWR show.
0: And I think that's kind of like the reason why I grew so attached to her is because I saw a lot of myself in her because, you know, she also was kind of more tomboy-ish. Long brown hair, she had a collection of Chucks, which I do too, <laughs> um, and it's like, man, yeah. Like, I think we're also the same height as well. So you know, with really? all that stuff, oh, yeah. Okay. I think she's like five three. I'm all five too. Right, right. So, um, yeah, I copied her so much, especially like when I was still in high school. I copied her outfits. Um, I would buy like really cheap, the 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 fake um, CM Punk shirts, and and who else did she have? Dolph Ziggler and uh, Daniel Bryan. Like, I'd have those, and I would cut them the way AJ did, and I would wear them out. And I would, yeah, I would try to buy the same color of chucks as she had and stuff like that. And I would, like, from makeup to everything, I would, like, copy her. So I love her. Which
1: explains her look on one of the Wrestling Gods episodes.
0: Yeah, actually, if you notice, uh, the the first the first episode... Uh, I that was an AJ outfit for sure. That was that was one of um, the the shirts that I cut out back in high school. That was the Dolph Ziggler shirt. Mm. I was gonna wear a CM Punk one, but then they told me not to.
3: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so
0: because that was my favorite, um, the gray CM Punk one. But yeah, uh, so I decided to wear the blue Dolph Ziggler one. That was cut out, and I wore shorts and then the the, the same belt that she has, and yeah, the Chucks. And I told the makeup artist. I like. I showed her a photo of AJ, and I was like, "You make me look like this." <laughs> she was Did like, she? "Yeah, no, no,
3: not
0: really." <laughs> but <laughs> I was a little disappointed. But oh well, yeah. All
1: right, so let's address a rumor right now because there are rumors going around that you know you've been around PWR for so long you're actually part of a storyline. Mm-hmm. So before, yeah, mm-hmm. before. So let's clarify this out in the open for people who may recognize you at events. All right. Were you or weren't you in the audience wearing a mask?
0: Yes, I was. (laughs) For um, the fans who got to follow PWR in its very early days, like the very first shows, you probably always saw me front row (laughs) with um, my mask on, uh, and my Mayhem Brannigan outfit. And I had... Um, I actually got to interfere in some matches. Uh, I, I, don't me- I
1: don't remember this at all. <laughs> oh, really? You, you don't?
0: Yeah, I actually... No, you have to go I through did. your
1: memory bank. You have to search through your emotions, like joy and <laughs> anger and sadness. Uh, find it through the bing-bongs of, the, you of it. your memory. <laughs> That's Uh
0: Yeah, uh, basically, I was... Would, can I say it like was oh, you a, might as well. a plant? Yeah. He was yeah. he
2: was part of history. You might as well. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I was a plant for uh, mayhem. Saang <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> halaman? Yeah, um, halaman. So I basically would pretend to be like a number one fan uh, of mayhem specifically. For those who don't know, <laughs> Do you or share or the remember?
2: same last name, but you weren't married. Does that mean you were siblings?
0: No, <laughs> 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 no, because that's the thing, right? No, like no, I was no, supposed kidding, to be. Yes. I was supposed to be, like, this, um, this really obsessed fan. Yeah. Uh, so I would, like, adapt his last name and everything. And then I created, like, you know, a fake Facebook page and everything. Which, you know, actually a lot of people added me there. Like Oh, fans. I wonder why. <laughs>
2: no, 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 know, Because, it, you know, cause it, she was, like, the first hint of a woman wrestler in, in PWR. Um, yeah,
0: actually. I, mean, I like, was... Or she
2: might have been, you know. She could have been.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a tragic story. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, that was my character. I was heavily associated with May and Branigan because he was my ex.
2: Hi. Oh, are we going here? Wow. Yeah. I, I so wasn't was expecting... Yeah. yeah. Really? I mean, everyone, everyone knows this. I yeah, but, yeah, but was, everyone who knows you, you know.
0: It's fine. Yeah, there you go. And... Mm. Actually a lot of like yeah I going to go
2: into why <laughs>
0: <laughs> No no no
3: Are we going through emotions <laughs> no, no, no. again No 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 Are we no, going to now
0: anger. No 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 Um yeah and after that that kind of had to stop for several reasons not not only that but um yeah I I got injured
3: Uh-huh
0: Uh somewhere along the way <laughs> Um Got
2: injured in the gym? <laughs> Is that what you're saying?:
0: <laughs> No, um, I yeah, I broke my collarbone in three mm. and dislocated my shoulder, so I needed to have like a, a surgery pretty much immediately.:
1: And you have the scars to prove it.
0: I do have this car to prove it, and I she yeah, does have a metal, it. But she
2: has a metal rod in her sh- in her collarbone. Yeah, I
0: have a permanent metal brace with six screws. So good so, luck at the
1: airport. Yeah, padal kumu pasok sa mga ano? Security.
0: Actually, um, I need to have like a certificate, like <laughs> laminated, like because I have to bring it everywhere with me every single time I travel.
1: Ah, di po to bomba. Di po kaya toham. Wala
0: mong ano sinoksok sa katwan ko
1: Depot drug mule. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it. Yeah, and it took me like eight months to fully recover.
1: And have you stepped back in the ring since?
0: I'm not gonna show this to my
3: brother.
0: <laughs> 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 no, if anyone's friends with my brother, you know who you are. Don't share this on your wall. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I have, I have. All right,
1: we we don't have to go into detail. All right. All right. Yeah. So so all of this is leading up to uh, you joining the show, right? So, um, I don't think we uh, and and, and, and Tom at Rowe and I I don't think we've actually explained in public oh, yeah. how how Nicole's uh, entry to the show actually came about. Well, after
2: classical Friend Leo was unceremoniously that whole thing. future endeavored future endeavored by us. Which, have we ever admitted that before? Yeah, we did. Um, uh, during the shoot podcast. During the shoot, yes,
1: right. In you this very living room.
0: room. everything. Like, yeah, that no. was a tell-all I, I just can't
1: remember at this point. <laughs> that's also why that episode is the most listened to. Yeah. Oh, really?
0: On, on this
2: yeah. whole uh, The most must-hear must episode I, I of the podcast.
0: To no, I knew everything.
2: So yeah, after, after we kicked him out, we were looking for, well, we looked for one replacement. We, and we wanted to be a girl. Yeah, uh, we wanted um, we we asked well we really asked Red Resig Mahaba to be part of the show, but we also wanted to have a female perspective on the show. Right. So, so
1: in essence, we actually got both both things we wanted when we had you know, Red on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but essentially, um, let, let's not mince words here. Wrestling fans can get pretty horny, and wrestling fans Ew. can get pretty deprived. So chances are, wait, no,
2: no, that was not. You know, the, the human thirst was not why I suggested Nicole. Come
1: oh, on. well, no, it, it, that's not why I suggested Nicole either. Okay. But I, the, the way I was thinking about it at the time was it would help us to get a female on the show, you know, just to appease the horny, and deprived, and thirsty... I
0: swear, no, 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 for wait, those listening, no, I'm no, also wait, discovering all of this. So no, wait, this wait no, wait, <laughs> that was
2: his reason, but my reason was to have some inclusivity in the show. They, yeah, to have some representation, because they obviously not... You know, males aren't the only wrestling fans
1: around. Yeah, that, I was that's not, not thinking of the, uh-huh. of the horny angle, no, by the, the way, way. The way I saw it was... I never th- thought of that. There would be casuals who'd be like, these are just three dicks talking about wrestling. I probably don't want to no, watch about they, No, the
2: casuals want, you know, a, a bunch of guys talking about wrestling because they think it was only the guys who have an opinion about wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They, they, for all we know, they think that girls only like Cena and Orton because they're hot. So eventually, or Finn Balor.
1: eventually, when we agreed that yeah, Seth you know Rollins, what, it, you like Seth Rollins, I
3: love Seth Rollins.
1: Eventually, when we agreed that yeah, you know what, a female presence would benefit the show. We actually had a short list of names, and then you were one. You were one of the names that we were talking about. Uh-huh. Eventually, you were the only female we brought into audition, just because we didn't know how uh, we could get the other females to agree, mm-hmm. and because you were easiest to reach because uh, yeah. Ro would see you frequently, yeah, yeah, and and you're part of the PWR family, so uh-huh. I would see you frequently as well. So we eventually agreed, you know what, let's contact Nicole, let's ask her to audition with us. And at the time, I was like, um, Nicole is pretty much new to the the game, Mm -hmm. so we really have to hold her hand as we go along. Yeah. so that's why if you remember uh, when uh, before we even did the test shoot I was already go- going through the basics with you yeah. like you have to uh, have personality <laughs> yeah. you have to really be out there be animated if you have to say something don't be shy don't mince words go ahead and say it
2: it was yeah. gonna be just gonna be the three of us and then, and then they put Sandra in
1: yeah, 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 that's
2: yeah, an interesting decision over. ever. Just kidding. <laughs>
3: he's not even here, yeah, so we he can talk, talk shit, shit about, about him. it. Yeah, exactly. Worst
2: <laughs> decision ever, he's not even here. He wants wrestling friends, but he won't hang
1: out with them. Yeah. This is why you don't have wrestling friends, Sandro. It's funny, because Sandro uh, Hermosa is every bit the smart that we are. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't know it at the, t- at, at the time, yeah. right? Because he was, uh, he likes the NWO. And he's the literal outsider of the group, <laughs> uh, you know, only for the reason that uh, he's not associated with PWR mm-hmm. in, any, in any way. Yeah. So uh, Fox brings us together and says, hey, there's this other co-host that we want to sample. You we didn't guys. run by you at all. <laughs> but we want to sample him alongside you two and Nicole, and let's see how you four interact. So it's like
2: a boy band.
1: Actually, yeah, yeah, the way <laughs> we were put together. Yeah. Like a a Simon
2: Cowell yeah. boy band.
1: So so they tell us now you're probably going to like making fun of him because he's a John Cena fan. And then Row and I are like, "Wait, liking John Cena is the cool thing to do now?" It's no longer it's actually cool not
2: hate Cena. It's not that cool, but it's not
1: as frowned upon anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as it was say 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So in comes Sandro and you know, he's got he's got the soccer mom hair, and he's got the guns under the muscle long-sleeved shirt, and you know, he he comes across mild-mannered except uh, the, the, you know there 's something about him that it 's just bubbling under the surface, mm-hmm. and i couldn 't tell what it is until the camera started rolling mm-hmm. so I wanted to get your thoughts because hey, like uh, I, I was talking to roll the whole time about you know like our first impressions of Sandra, but like when you came in, what was going through your mind
0: um, to be honest, I was a little selfish because I was like <laughs> I, I thought that you were going to choose between me and or Sandra. Like I thought I didn't think that it would be the four of us in the end. We, I thought we, like we there were only one. Right? So obviously I was a little I was feeling a little competitive. Like we were at the Fox office before you guys arrived and I was just like we were just looking at each other like, Well, are you gonna make the best person win? Well, I don't know what he was thinking, but I don't know that that was what I was thinking. And see we
1: would know this if you he were here.
0: <laughs> I would um like, I don't know. Like, while the cameras were rolling, I tried to... Obviously, I was really shy because this is the first time I ever did anything like this. And I am a shy person in general. I don't mm. talk much. No, yeah. First time was the <laughs> camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I just tried to Yeah, I do, do my best. I really thought that it was going to be a competition. Now, to be
2: Which fair, was... though, uh, after the whole thing was shot, after the test episode was shot, we did, like, mm-hmm. how we all interacted, so... That was good.
0: And then, like, Sandro, he was, like, mentioning TNA and stuff during the... (laughs) Do you guys remember that? So, I was, like, in my head, I was, like, I got this in the bag. (laughs) Sorry, Sandro, but, yeah, like... Ah,
2: you mentioned uh, TNA.
0: (laughs) Like, ah. And then, yeah, everyone was, like, oh, no, you can't say that. And so, he's, like, I'm sorry. (laughs) So, I was, like... See, I know better. They should choose me. Um, but yeah, like in the end, it was the four of us. And I was like, alright, that's cool. At least, you know, you made a new friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, he made
2: new friends. We didn't make a new friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was the one surprising thing. You know? Parang, uh, you know, you're still a wrestling fan in this day and age. At, at this time in your life. And you don't really have friends to share it with. Mm-hmm. Especially since in the Philippines, we're pretty much experiencing... Uh, a surge or a growth in wrestling a renaissance. fandom yeah a, a, a renaissance in wrestling uh, wrestling fandom yeah um, a, as a whole so it it sounded so weird to me when he mentioned that. Uh, oh my god I can finally have wrestling friends
0: <laughs> I actually didn't hear that I didn't hear him say that that's I why
1: remember the... of, you know, somewhere. I remember he, he said it somewhere yeah either in person or in chat one probably of oh, the meeting oh
0: I faintly remember it yeah probably yeah. I think it the meeting like yeah um, but going back to earlier, though, when, when you guys were talking about, like, bringing me in, I actually have a different version of that. So my point of view is, like, I knew what was going on with the whole classical Brian Leo thing, and I knew Mucho that... So. Really? yeah, Really? Yeah, well, you know, the gist of it. And I knew that you guys... Sooner or later. You sooner would. or later, yeah, like, that, that you guys would be needing a new host. Or, you know what, even if you didn't kick him out or whatever, like... I, as a girl, I was like, you know what? This show needs a girl. So... Um, <laughs> well, no!
3: Well... <laughs> well...
1: Actually, before yeah. we did Future Endeavor, the classical one, she already did message me.
0: I did. Well, I didn't... Wow. No, I didn't. Um, like, it, I was so. a, it was a... Probably shouldn't have no, got you remember then. Remember, it was like the, the telegram days. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, and yeah, yeah, we yeah, all yeah,
3: play yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. We all
0: play werewolf on it.
2: Hey, CWR, <laughs> why are we playing werewolf anymore?
0: I know we should we, we should bring it back. Um, but yeah, we were playing werewolf, and so we all had like this big chat. where like everyone was on it, um, and I don't know what, what we were talking about. I think you guys were talking about the show or whatever, or looking for a new host or something like that. Yeah, probably, Someone asked. Probably
2: talking trash about. And yourself.
0: then I I just like I went in and I took the leap and I was like, well. If you need a girl, so he <laughs> you know. actually messaged me privately. Did I? I don't
1: remember
2: that. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, did. He did. Everybody. Oh, what? I, that,
0: that's not a me thing to do, though. Uh, but did I, I, I,
3: yeah, I, I did. Yeah, you slid
2: into his DMs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I don't even remember that. But I really remember the whole Telegram thing where I was like, "Well, if you need someone, if you need a girl, you know." Let yeah, which you know. totally know. someone. and then he <laughs> replied. Well, Stan replied with like. um, it wasn't mean or anything, but it was like, oh, getting back in line or something like that. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, there goes my to be fair,
2: We were thinking about firing him at that time. Uh, you know, when when Telegram was in a...
1: Was a thing was for a, PWR. Yeah,
2: which should be a thing again, by the way. It was fun. Yeah, I should play werewolf or Quizbot. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we were thinking about getting a girl again, not for the horny guys, but to have some representation among female fans.
3: Yeah. I guess the
1: only problem we really had at the time was, aside from you, we didn't know another girl in may experience or could talk uh, like a smart yeah. and at the same time uh, casual it down for the casuals.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, it was really hard finding someone who who could toe that line and who was obviously a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so so there and and I, I guess. Things had a nice way of working themselves out, if only for what three months. Uh, it was it, it, it was great. Nah, you know things came together the way that they did. Um, I Here guess. We are. <laughs> uh, my question now is, how did life change for you after, uh, you know, after the announcement had been made? Now you were part of the show. Uh, that you were <laughs> part of the wrestling guy? <laughs> <No, no>, no. <laughs> because this is a legit question. Thing, huh? life, no, but this guys. is a legit question. Like, uh, you know, how did things change for you?
0: Um, well, first of all, when I got the announcement, I was excited beyond, like, I, I don't remember being that excited about anything, like, in a long time, and, um...
3: So sad, like... I, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> no, but, uh, the thing is, like, ever since I was younger, like, I've always wanted to get myself into media somehow. Like, I didn't know where I was gonna start, how I was gonna do it. I wanted to take it up in college, but... I ended up by doing something else. But I've always wanted to just, um, yeah, be on either radio or TV or whatever it was. But yeah, and I never really got to do anything about it until this opportunity came in. And yeah, I was so happy. I was like, cool, you know, this is like... The start, the stepping stone. Even though I didn't know shit, like, these guys totally, like, uh, they babied me throughout this whole thing, which I really, feel I'm, <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm,
0: I'm really thankful. But, um, yeah, my family was excited, um, my mom, she's not excited by, it. she's not <laughs> excited <laughs> with many things, but, like, when I told her, um, she was, like, telling all the relatives oh, and yeah. stuff, you That's know? is the
2: worst part, by the way. Like, That's oh, super the worst I'm part. Like,
0: and the stuff is like, mom, they won't understand it. True. But yeah, but you know, moms. Um, yeah, my brother was really proud. So I feel like I made everyone in my family proud. So that was cool. true. Um,
1: but how many friend requests and follow requests shit, did you start receiving? Yeah, to
0: all right. Uh, so the Ew. first episode came out and I was actually... Looking for the hashtag, was it the yeah, yeah. hashtag Lost and gods"? And I was looking through it, and I'm like, "All right, it's not, you know, it's not like anything groundbreaking or anything. Like it was just very casual." Until probably the second airing of the of the episode, I started getting tweets and followers huh. from like on, on Twitter from like random people. I'm like, "All right, so it begins." And um, more episodes came out. And that's when I started getting Facebook friend no. requests. <laughs> um, which is no. it was so weird to me. Um, they're not that many. They're more on Twitter and Instagram rather than Facebook, thank God. But I have received, like, um, I've received messages. No like, I don't know, just saying hi or, uh, like, asking me about Fox stuff. <laughs> like, when yeah. are they airing WWE programming and yeah. stuff? like, okay. Um, yeah,
1: I, I don't think we made this clear enough. Now, when you sign on for this gig, you will sign up to be the customer service representative <laughs> of the Fox Network group.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so there's that, and there were, there are creeps out there.
1: Yes, there are. A yeah, few, like, how creepy has it gotten? Like... Because I as a guy will never know, and Ro as a guy will never really know, Deba, from from your point of view. So can you describe uh-huh. it for us? Like, how how creepy has it gotten for you?
0: All right. You? So, like, there, there would be guys that would be tweeting um, the rest, like Ro, Stan. And then, I don't know, like, they would just talk about me in such a weird way. They were like... Um, I love the episode, especially Nicole. And so I'm like, all right. <laughs>
2: Have y'all never seen a re- female wrestling fan before?
0: <laughs> right. I and no, and actually, I've 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 gotten those messages where it's like, oh my gosh, um, yeah, especially during the the live uh, uh, the the live video that we made um, on Fox on the Fox Sports you page do not again? So long
3: ago.
2: James, <laughs> just make it happen, man.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, like people were commenting, like, oh, that's so cool. There's like a female wrestling fan. And it's like. He, we're not rare, you guys. Like, oh, but I, especially think, your... I think
1: that comes from a very innocent place. Nah. Na, you
0: know, yeah, yeah. That the that, I'm just saying no like, that man, was man. nice to to hear that. Like
1: I don't know. No tipong, oh my God, she's so beautiful. I had to write this with my left hand. You know, like it, I, I'm assuming Same it was on that hasn't level.
0: gone that far. But I feel like you know, like there there are kids, <laughs> there are little kids who really they would flood. My my social media There's account. Just one little kid. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> forgot what his name was, but my gosh, like I think he DM'd me just like last night or something. Last <laughs> night
3: <laughs> <Like, laughs> like, into the DMs. Hi
0: Nicole, hi Nicole, yeah. it was me from the live video and like, stuff yeah, like. Yeah, you know, no, like no. I. The thing is, like I, I don't. Re- to these sort of mm. things I'm sorry guys but have you but ever
1: have you ever tweeted at your favorite stars like say the CM Punks and the AJ Lees of the world and say hey hey, hey you know like I'm, I'm this, this French Filipina girl who's a huge fan of yours on the other side of the world because like the way I see it uh, <laughs> what that kid was doing to you is kind of like how we would interact with uh, our favorite stars in our younger days you know what I mean
0: that's true I, yeah so that feeling was because I, I realized that and that feeling was very I don't know it's a little overwhelming I guess? It, not really I, I feel like I didn't do enough like for, the, for people to praise me this much you know I was I just showed up on the show and, and talked a it but um, yeah I, it was overwhelming to have like that much praise that people liked the fact that I was on the show so that was cool um, I was recognized a couple of times during PWR events.
1: Oh that's
3: good, yeah. But that's like,
2: like, no, of course you do recognize you you get trotted out during intermission, presented as wrestling <laughs> by Nicole for you to do the raffle and, and, that's true. and
1: you couldn't even put us over well.
0: I know, I was shy, <laughs> but um no. Like I would have people like ask me for photos. At the shows. Yeah, at the PWR shows while I'm like, you know, working in my like uniform and everything. Uh, so it's like, oh, this is very weird. What's up,
2: I know. Like a young girl, kapal recognize.
0: Um,
1: Well,
0: I didn't expect it, but yeah, like.
1: Good for you for swallowing your pride.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Um, it didn't change my life like drastically. Well, not I don't yet, know. You know. Um,
2: we're not back on TV.
0: Yeah, we but, should be. I don't know. It, it got me more busy, like with all our meetings and the tapings True. and stuff like that. And yeah, now I'm doing the podcast like you know, before all this, I would just be home like you know, just bumming around. So but it's
1: the Nicole saw media tour.
0: Good <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like I like this whole experience so far. It was a very short run. <laughs> Man, it was a short run, but it was loads of fun and I' I guess I'm glad personally, selfishly that I got like this ounce of exposure. For talking about something that i 'm really passionate about, something that I really love, yeah, so. and you know uh,
1: at the end of the day it 's always something to add to your resume I, I tell you this totally, yeah. I tell you this privately all the time, but uh, the yeah. fact that you can add this to your resume before you even got your diploma from college yeah. is is a huge deal, mm-hmm. uh, you know whether or not it lasted long mm. yeah. it 's good that it happened to you early yeah, yeah. It, at a young thankful. age
0: yeah
1: so um, what 's the biggest takeaway like from from an experience like this, because it it uh, you said it yourself, it's not something that happens to just anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I'm there was so much pressure at first that like I'm n- not only yeah like the only girl, but I'm kind of like that that representative, I guess. Like I am the female voice. Like there's no one else, so it's like there was so much pressure to try to. Try to represent them well and and to to show everyone really that uh girls can watch know wrestling. yeah know about <laughs> wrestling and watch wrestling just as much as the guys do
1: and not necessarily be tomboy
0: yeah, and not necessarily be tomboy and still dress girly and stuff, hence like the skirts on the shows and stuff, but um yeah, uh there's that uh what else? What was the question? <laughs> well,
1: you know, just, just the takeaway, I guess. Like the biggest uh, thing you took away from the whole experience of you know being on TV and, and doing the show, being part of the creative process, or you know even having fans come up to you ask for photos or sliding into your DMs and whatnot.
0: Man, you know what? Like, I, I don't know how I'd feel if if I did this for um, another thing that's not wrestling. Like, I think I enjoyed this tenfold because it was about wrestling Um, all the exposure that I was getting um, I loved it because I just get to be myself Like when I talk about wrestling it's my personal opinions, it's what I think and and man did I enjoy it and I would do it again totally, Um, if there are other um, opportunities that would present itself, like if WWE were to go here and then um, they would request for media or whatever, I would well, you, I'll tell you
1: again you'll have to take a number because you're going to be behind eruption <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a whole bunch I know, of other No, exactly no
0: but um, it's 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 a dream really it's a, it's a dream it's a goal <laughs> it's another goal that I'd like to you know make happen and this was a good opportunity It's is a good step, stepping stone
1: alright like. and I guess just to wrap things up will we see you back on our TV screens <laughs>
0: You tell me, (laughs) (laughs) fucks. You tell us. I would
1: would, would, would
2: just rather go back to your Facebook feeds first. That was fun.
3: Yeah.
0: The live, the live video that we shot was so fun. Like at first, I was like really nervous about it because again, I'm not really good with like talking, especially when it's just on the fly. Usually, I, I like to to prepare myself. So I don't know, but that felt so natural. Like that was so much fun and we got so many views mm-hmm. by the way. Thank you guys. And so many comments. What was that? Like eight thousand people watching at the same time and almost a thousand comments. And most of them from our friends. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nevertheless, Subo, yeah. that was that was crazy. And I didn't think that it would it would be that big.
3: Yeah.
1: Um there were actually a lot of names. I was I was actually scrolling through the comments mm. just to see uh, who said what, how many of th- yeah. there actually were. And th- um, to be fair, there were a lot of names I recognized and a lot of names I didn't recognize. So mm-hmm. um, to everybody who came out and supported us, either out of sheer curiosity or just because you know there was genuine support coming from your end, thank you. Because thank you, you so wanted much. People to hear people talk about WrestleMania, which is also valid. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, thank you. It, it really yeah. meant a lot. And I will tell you this, from our experience... Uh, hanging out with the Fox Sports bosses, they they were pretty impressed. And mm-hmm. if if things go our collective way after April 15, then there's a chance that that won't be the last time you'll see a show like that on James Fox is making Sports it Facebook, happen,
2: Facebook
0: man. page. Yeah. Come on, James, make it happen! <laughs> it was so fun. I, I have a feeling we're gonna do it again.
1: Yeah, I, I should hope I have so. A feeling. All right, um, a- anything else that you want to say to? All of our listeners on the podcast, like, is there anything you want to share? All your fans. Yeah, you to share your fans. Yeah. I don't have that many fans, guys. Whatever. But you are, but
0: girl. You <laughs> have more
2: fans than we do already. <laughs> By default.
0: By default. Good <laughs> on um, Thank you for supporting me, I guess. Like, for all the tweets and stuff. They don't go unnoticed. Like, I, I, I know I don't reply sometimes. It's but, okay. <laughs> but I, I, I really... I see it. I see you. And I really appreciate it so much. It's like... Every tweet, every every like, every comment, it means the world to me that someone is like standing behind me in all this, um, which is exactly what I needed to, to break out my shell. And this whole experience really helped me with that, to really break out my shell. So I want to thank you guys, and I want to thank my co-hosts, too. Well, Sandra isn't here but yeah, yeah like, he not <laughs> need to be thanked <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you so much for, for everything it was awesome and I really hope this isn't the end of it so if you guys want to see more of the wrestling gods really like
1: get a sponsorship say, please just
0: speak out <laughs> true speak out I don't know yeah yeah convince
1: your bosses convince your company get a sponsorship done <laughs> that's really the best way <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm gonna
1: call a spade a spade
0: all right. Well, yeah. Again, thank you so much.
1: And will we see you at Revolution X on April thirty?
0: You'll see me at Revolution X.
1: All right. Totally. Okay. Uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast, I guess, uh, for for this week. Yeah, Camus really didn't make it. So, mm. oh well. Camus,
0: shut up. Just, just shut up wherever you are. Just
1: it's it's shut up, Camus. Not Camus. I
0: know, but just Camus, <laughs> shut up, Camus.
1: All right, Fergie. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, We always end the podcast with our picks of the week. That is an SGP podcast tradition as we enter year four. This week is our anniversary, by the way.
3: Damn.
1: Because it is WrestleMania week. How long? Yeah, so uh, as a guest, we let you have first dibs on your pick of the week. Like WrestleMania? Uh, No, uh, um, anything from the last week of wrestling. From last week's NXT to today, uh, a match that really stood out to you.
0: Hardy Boys return. That was my pick of the week. I don't think anything can can top that <coughs> in the next couple of months. <laughs> so
3: yeah.
2: Right, and uh, yours? Oh, hi. Yeah. Since Camus isn't here to make this pick, I'm gonna pick the NXT Tag Team Championship match. So for reasons already stated. So
1: there you go. And my pick of the week would probably be the Undertaker retirement, just because oh, nice. of, you know that <sighs> we didn't even that talk about it. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like, too
0: sad. Talk about. No, and like everything that has
1: <laughs> been said has already been said. Like there's really nothing new to add to the conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
0: It yeah. is what it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, with with that being said, we got to thank our special guest this week, Nicole Saw, for joining us. Uh, remember, you can follow her on Twitter. It's at Nicole Double I ZV. <laughs> what, What's with the Zv? I've always meant to ask.
0: Okay, so um, for those who don't know me personally, um, I'm the biggest Avenged Sevenfold uh. fan. Um, And my favorite member growing up was uh, Zachy Vengeance, so he's the rhythm guitarist, and that's why all my handles have ZV on it, because it's been my handle ever since I was a little girl, (laughs) and I never changed it.
1: So So why the double I?
0: The double I, um, my friends, I don't know, yeah. like my friends used to spell my name, we all used to spell our names with double I's just because aesthetics so uh, yeah and I, I never got to change it I like it I'm too lazy to change it so there you go
1: <laughs> alright so on behalf of Nicole and Ro and Camus wherever the hell he is and Sandra and Sandra <laughs> and, and Sandra uh, happy anniversary SVP podcast anniversary. oh yeah happy anniversary yeah happy okay. anniversary uh, on to year number 4 yes year number 4 begins Congrats, this guys. week and to more podcasts and hopefully to another Facebook live session of the Wrestling Gods Ooh, so yeah yeah, uh with that, we are out of here. We are closing this episode and putting it in the books.
3: Peace. Glorious! No will in, I will in till I'm